When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I like this. I don't know what it is. Oh, I'm liking it less as it goes on. I don't know. No? No. I picked this one not thinking it was going to be a stumper. Can I have a hint? Um, very, very popular in the 80s. So the star, they, they've done a, uh, it's not a remake, I don't think, because I haven't seen the new one, despite how much I liked the original one. But there's a, a current or recent Using experience edition of this uh, show, which I think is like the son of the original character within the storyline. Iconic. Richard Dean Anderson is in it. Mm-mm. Nothing? Nothing? No. MacGyver. Oh, I, I, I watched any of the shows that these are from. Wow. These are all like before my time. I Did you watch TV as a kid? I was born in 91, so no, I didn't watch any Okay, so there's the a 80s. severe cutoff there. We, we got a, okay. I got a good 10 years on you. Yeah. So that explains some of this, but I mean, don't get me wrong. One that we did last week, I was not particularly familiar with. It was a request, um, which I'm happy to do. So if there are questions or not questions, if there are old TV sitcom or even newer ones, why not, that you would want to hear, send those in in emails and then just um, put my name in the subject line. That's going to be the game that we play. If there's something that, because I select all of these and kind of sort of quiz the ladies here. um, If there's something that you want that will be kind of revealed within the episode as a you know, trivia or uh, that those kind of pseudo quizzes. And eventually we're going to get our shit together and actually have theme music for the podcast. So we won't be doing these, um, you know, theme songs from 80s and 90s TV shows. To I mean, unless to, people like it. Yeah. Or maybe we just carve that in as a segment. But yeah, um, but for now we're doing them. Um, we have been. um I'm not going to say too much about this, but we have been approached by a, a, I don't know what to call this because we're all new enough to podcasting, but some sort of like a, a company that a network, a network, if you will, uh, of podcasts um, 
that might want to work with us and that might kind of change some of the structuring. I don't know. We have a meeting coming up on that. We will have had the meeting. We may not have made decisions by the time this episode releases, but we will certainly have had a meeting or two about this by the time this, uh, this episode actually airs. Um, I don't know if that turns into anything or if we just stay purely independent, who knows? I guess it all depends on what's in it for us. Um, more importantly, I think to us is the, you know, support and, you know, if they, if their network provides us or helps us get better, you know, theme music and other stuff like that, then great. Um, yeah, there's, there's talk of money involved in it, but I don't know. That's a secondary concern to me. Um, considering, um, you know, in the very first episode, we talked about money and taking it on airplanes. Um, I will tell you that I have pushed a little bit the limit and have learned that there were a lot of things that I took to and from Vegas that raised apparently no eyebrows by anybody that was um, checking bags, scanning bags, monitoring bags. Um, how, how often do you guys fly? Not often. Frequently, I mean, with COVID, like a little less. Yeah. Are you, I'd say are like you TSA maybe... pre-check slash global entry, any of that yes. stuff? Yes, yes, I am. Okay. So but I'm it's really wondering... annoying because Erica isn't because she's not a citizen. So like I can't get her TSA pre-check, whatever. So we always have to like go through the slow line when we travel together but I can't complain because whenever we come back in, we go through the diplomatic passport line because we're married-ish. So yeah, I can't even bitch and be like, I'm going to go through TSA by myself. Right. Because then we skip the line and it's a god. Yeah. I don't, I'd like to know, I'd be interested to know. So let me ask you this. Let's compare since you might be the perfect person to answer this question. Are there things that you, do you feel because you know what you take through that, you know, the carry on security. I'm a champion of this. Do you think that you, there's more scrutiny in the regular lines than the pre-check lines? Yeah. I mean, cause with pre-check, you don't take off your shoes. You don't take anything off, like nothing. You just walk through the thing. Yeah. You don't unpack anything i suspect so that because you only get just a standard metal detector in the pre-check line and this is not something that i have experimented with this is not something that i intend to experiment with but i suspect that you could get away with having a bag of something that might have been on the episode cover for episode one if you know what i mean (laughs) in your pocket because it's not going to get set off by a metal detector no, so they sometimes will do the air blowy things. No, I, it does not go poof poof in the in the pre-check line, though. I think it depends on the airport. I don't know if they're all the standard ones. I'm trying to think. I think I've only ever had in in pre-check the just the metal detector that I don't know if it's on or not. Uh, I don't know. So the metal detector, the regular metal detector, they do more than just metal. Like 
the once I had to like empty my pockets that had like tissues in it, they were just like, what is that thing in your pocket? And I was like, I'm, I'm just I'm, disgusted. I've never had that. And I usually have tissues in my pocket. I usually have a decent stack of cash in my pocket. Yeah. And they haven't, I mean, the bulk of my cash is not in my pocket, but I, I like to play this game, especially when I'm going to Vegas or any other destination where I'm gambling, where I'll have like a couple grand in my pocket and then I'll have like my you big stop. money in the, you know, in my, my check bag that they don't give a fuck. I, number one, I know that I, you can get, you can zip 25 grand now in cash through that thing and nobody pays any sort of fucking attention to you. Um, I'm, I'm working my way up to the hundred grand or 150 grand that what's your face that we talked about in one of the earlier episodes got detained for, um, but I've never, you know, I, I like to play this game where it's like, can I, you know, get to the casino, check into my room, put all of the big cash into the safe and only work off of what's in my pocket and never have to dip into the safe money, which I successfully do a lot of times. I certainly did not this time. Uh, I did not bring back as much money as I took out. That is for sure. Um, things that I thought were going to give me a hard time coming back through TSA again, pre-check um, one of the like giveaways at this convention for um that podcast were these candles that they had made, which nobody obviously listening can see these, but they're, um, is there a PC way for me to say like those religious candles that you see in a lot of Spanish type bodegas without, I mean, I'm sure those types of candles have a name. I don't know what it is. Yeah, without offending people. Well, they're like that, except somebody graphicked up the um, the religious figures that sometimes show up on those candles to be the three hosts of that podcast. I suspected and, and was getting kind of warned by other people in this, you know, big the group chat or whatever that I mentioned that there might be some, be, be prepared to be held up while those bags are searched when they see those. Nope, they didn't give a fuck about those. Um, the, the, um, the, the green leafy substances that um, I don't partake in the, the leafy version of, but occasionally we'll dabble with the, um, the, the ones that are baked into gummies or however they what? make those. This is news to me. All that shit street legal, rec legal in Nevada. So um i'll pick up a couple packs of those i put them in a checked bag all of that stuff made it all the way back through no problem no indication that anybody opened up and searched my bag or gave it this is shocking to me that that's a thing that you do and i don't know why i just always thought it was like a no-go for you occasional I, i i don't smoke anything i don't care to smoke um it's not you know it doesn't matter what it is i don't have any desire to light shit on fire and then breathe it in um regardless of what positive or negative impact it may have on me, short-term, long-term, or otherwise. Oh, maybe that was the no-go. Maybe it was just the lighting shit on fire that was a no-go. Yeah, well, and breathing it in. And breathing it in. Oh, yeah, yeah. so you'll light shit on fire all day. Yeah, so why not? Yeah. yeah. The different stories for different days, um, different episode, but remind me one time about uh, dumpster fires, and that's a whole nother story. Um, can't wait yeah 
but um yeah a good bit of shenanigans in vegas we talked about a lot of it the last time um one of my clients i, I don't know if i've talked about this or not maybe i have i might have mentioned the fact that um AGT semifinalist magician Smoothini is a client of mine and I'm booking him this East Coast tour. So he's from Vegas. And at the end of the draft, um, so it was it was my crew and my agency and then another agency that we coordinate with and team up with. We're all kind of in the same war room. There were about 15 of us on the third day of the draft. And at the end, I arranged for Smoothini to come visit us and do just a, you know, a close up small, you know, like I said, there was like 15 of us performance for us. And let me tell you, the video and stuff that you see of him, whether it be on AGT or his TV show, which is called Hip Hop Houdini, it's either it airs on Fuse or you could just buy the season on Amazon Prime for like five bucks. Um all of it's fantastic, but seeing him live and in person is fucking something else. Like he is tremendous. If this episode happens to air in time, uh, go to smoothini.live, L-I-V-E, and it's a list of all the tour dates because he's going to be in Maryland for a couple of shows. He's going to be in the Carolinas. He's going to be up in Maine for a few shows. And then we are in the, by the time this airs, we will have finalized, um, He's doing about four weeks at Bush Gardens in Tampa in a big theater as part of kind of a variety show that they're doing. We're ironing out the details um, currently for that. Uh, definitely, definitely. And I'm not saying this because he's my client. If he weren't my client, I'd be telling you the exact same thing. And I think I've sung high praises about many of the performers who have I have booked at the theater in Elton who I have zero financial interest in their success. They are fantastic. Um, but he is also definitely worth seeing. Um, this episode will air most likely after his shows that are here in Elton, but he's going to be in Baltimore, May 12th. If this airs in time, Elton, May 13th and 14th. So I'm more saying this for the two of you, um, <laughs> because I suspect that this episode will air after all of those dates, but the Carolina dates, the, he might do, I'm still kicking around a date that might happen in between in Baltimore, the main dates and all this Tampa stuff will still be in play by the time this episode airs, but top notch, super entertaining, tons of fun. Then we went out and, and had drinks with him and, and got into a bunch of shenanigans, which was the continuation. Um, I, I drank a bunch of Singapore slings. I don't know how many. They just kept them coming. I don't even know what is in one of those. Um, it's got gin and slow gin and it's got maybe grenadine. I don't know. I, I, I used to know exactly what was in it. Um, they're tasty. They're, it's, it's like a red drink i don't fucking know look it up <laughs> um i don't know they're just they're kind of like a almost like a beach party drink who knows i don't know they're good i like them if they're made right i've also had some shitty ones but i mean we were pretty pretty drunk before we started those we were at a craps table for probably five hours the 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 pit boss came up to me was like 
shaking my hand, Mr. Bowers, is there anything we could do for you? Blah, blah, blah. I must've been throwing around a ton of money, but I was, you know, a little intoxicated and in the moment, um, by oh, the end gin. of the, what's that? It's gin. Yeah. Gin and slow gin. I don't know exactly. Bitters, what gin, gin lime juice, cherry brandy and grenadine. That sounds good. Yeah. They're, it's yummy. Um, I like them. If, like I said, if they're made right. Um, but yeah, played a lot of craps. Um, some other shit. We, we ended up sprawling. We, we took, we went and they had like this food court. We stayed at the Flamingo. I talked about this in the other episode. It's like right smack dab in the center of the strip. It is not like the nicest, ritziest, bougiest, you know, it's one of the older casinos. It's, it's reasonably priced. Not that I pay for any of the rooms that I stay in out there, but for any, anybody else that stays, it's, it's perfectly located. If you want action that is in on or around the strip, um, they have a food court downstairs where that the evening after all this shenanigans, we got food and then grabs an entire pack of napkins. Like, you know, how they have like that paper wrapping around them, like in food service or whatnot. Yeah, And as we got off the elevator, just started spraying them fucking everywhere in the hallway. Oh, you sound obnoxious. It was. Yeah. It was like a yellow brick road leading up to our room. You sent that picture and I was like, I don't know what I'm looking at. Now you know what you were looking at. Um, We'll we'll put it on the uh, episode cover just for for grins. um, So everybody can kind of see the shenanigans. And we couldn't have made it any more obvious who did this because it just goes right up to our fucking room and stops <laughs> my god i bet everyone hated you no that was probably the most obnoxious thing that we did all weekend <laughs> it sounds like fun yeah yeah it was a good time we we've got a, we should do a vegas trip sometime i've never been i'm down i, don't I mean you we and have, i we've like, done the same Atlanta. amount of money as oh no we definitely like. don't I, so I don't know what you would do with us in vegas like unless you're sponsoring a trip look yeah i believe that with any sort of substantial amount was the only one in my crew that gambled and it didn't matter everybody had a great time um that you know you're you're technically supposed to be at a game or a table or a machine to drink but it was literally anywhere that we were, it was me and my entourage of four or five people, depending on whether we had the stray cat with us or not, um, hanging around. And when the cocktail waitresses came by, can I get you guys drinks? Everybody's ordering drinks. And I say this because the drinks are complimentary. You're not paying for the drinks. You're technically supposed to be playing a game to get the drinks for free, but nobody gives a shit. It's a good time had by all and you know we ate good food we had a good time we saw you know magic um so you don't necessarily need to come out there with a huge fucking budget to do that kind of stuff there there are tons of performances and shows and magicians and all this other stuff that you can get tickets to and and see shows i mean i've always said and we'll talk about this a little bit more in depth in a future episode when we're doing the Q and a for you and Erica, because I know you guys have a Vegas trip coming up near the end of the year. Um, we will do a specific Q and a 
episode or series of episodes. So if anybody has, we've, we've, we've teased this out on social media in the past, but if anybody has any specific, Hey, what should I do? I'm into this. I'm into that. I want a no smoking place. I want whatever. Who's got the best, you know, air filtration. So I don't fucking cough all over the place. Send any of those questions to airquotelawpod at gmail.com. We'll do our best to kind of answer them because I, I kid you not. I could probably plan out six or seven different themed trips of, hey, I'm really into seeing, you know, music performances or um, I want to see magic shows or I want to do this or that or I want to do a foodie trip or what have you. All mutually exclusive of each other, all a good time within that theme and none of them necessarily involving gambling. Like there's just so much shit to do. Um, you know, all of the famous kind of, you've seen them on TV, restaurant tours, almost all have restaurants in Vegas. Um, there's just so much shit to do out there. So ask those questions. If you've got them, we're going to have some from Ariel and Erica in the next couple of weeks. Um, I don't know. Maybe we'll record that episode. Try to record that episode while I'm in Vegas. That way, I don't know. Who knows? We'll figure it out. Yeah. Sounds but, like a good trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, you know, a good time. I mean, I kind of had a feeling that I wasn't going to be able to do that variety show. So, and I had a ton, a stack from pre-pandemic of drink coupons for Southwest that P-Pants and I just ripped through most of those on the flight out there and surprisingly did not get we did not feel super hammered when we got off that plane, but again, the two hour limo ride and three bottles of champagne definitely got us there. Oh yeah. Once, yeah. Once we were on the ground. So what else has everybody else got going on now that we've taken two fucking episodes to get through one weekend of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Liz, what's going on with you? Your kid just had a birthday. My kid did just have a birthday. She has a birthday party coming up. So that was pretty exciting. She turned the big uh, two. Mm-hmm. So um, that's two years without killing a human. That's good. Yeah, that is pretty good. She, well, her dexterity is not that good. I don't think she could kill anyone. <laughs> oh, you met Liz and Tim killing her. Okay. Correct. <laughs> Sorry. It was like her dexterity. I've seen her with a pencil and I'm not oh my God, my confident she can kill a human yet. Oh my God. Yeah. The other day, like we were at a friend's house and she kept tripping over the same box, the same box, just over and over. Whatever. Happens and the best of us. so, yeah. Um, so yeah, it was her birthday. We went, we got dinner. We took her to Texas Roadhouse. She likes all the sides there. They have like French fries and green beans and those are like all her favorite things. So that's so funny yeah so it's big fun for her she oh likes it there texas roadhouse not a sponsor but if you want to Call my me. kid really likes going and getting the green beans as the side we got green beans and we got cheese fries and like she had little cheeseburgers but they she didn't care about those she wanted the green beans and the fries <laughs> and the bread she likes the bread those are all her favorite things it's like tell, my fr- reminds me texas roadhouse is what the honey butter yeah, it's like honey cinnamon butter. It's good. And it's just normalish rolls. Nothing special about the rolls, right? They're good rolls. They're like soft, but they're not like. But the br- it's know. the butter. It's the butter. The butter Absolutely. is shit. Like, 
and I, and I've seen these. I don't know if these guys are going out of business or what the deal is, but macaroni grill. Either of you familiar with? Oh, I those still exist. I I haven't seen one in a while, but the fucking bread there that they give you shit. Love that place. <laughs> haven't been to one in a long time because I think that they're. Disappearing. I didn't even know they still exist. I used to really like going there. Um, but yeah. Um, but yeah, so so we took her there and she got for her birthday um, a bubble machine. So just like you put the bubble solution in and it constantly blows bubbles. She got an easel. Um, that was what we got her and like crayons and then like some blocks and some little water squirter little toys from Bluey. She loves Bluey. She got Bluey shirts. Um, she got some clothes from uh, my my brother and sister-in-law. Her and my brother have the same birthday. So they're birthday twins. And my sister-in-law was like, what does she want for her birthday? And I was like, I mean, she's two. She doesn't know what she wants. But I was like, yeah, probably clothes. And my other friend asked, and I said, well, what does she want? Or what do I think she wants? I think she wants clothes. She's going to tell you she wants snacks. <laughs> like, because she's two. And that's what she likes is snacks. <laughs> she has What are, what are stuff. her top three snacks? Oh, my God. Okay. So I'm going to say, I don't know. If, so snacks in particular, because I was going to say green beans are up there. Those are like her favorite food. It's so weird. Um, and then... I mean, there's always Cheez-Its. She loves Cheez-Its. And then, let's see. Um, what did I say? I mean, fruit snacks are always a good one. She loves fruit snacks. She doesn't get them that often because they're like, you know, basically candy. Yeah. But yeah. that's probably why she likes them so much is because she barely gets them. So I would say those are Joey's top three snacks. Green beans, fruit snacks, Cheez-Its. <laughs> fun time so i mean that kid will eat most things though um so yeah we just went to dinner and then she has a birthday party coming up it's australia themed so i'm going later today to buy the food we have a menu plan we're not kangaroos and wallabies at your house no there will not i have so much australia themed crap at my house it's a shame uh, I mean, we have a menu plan. I can tell you our menu. Yeah. Um, so we're making fairy bread, which is a thing they have at Australian kids parties. It's just white bread with butter and sprinkles. Uh, <laughs> it's a thing. <laughs> oh, my God. And kids like it. And honestly, it sounds pretty good. I'm pretty excited about it. Um, chicken Parmesan, which is apparently a thing. Um, oh, it's a thing. It's um, a par- like it's like Australia's just Australia. America with a different accent and better animals. Well, one of and then we're gonna have meat pies. Um, so we're gonna. I always affiliated those with Jamaica in my mind. Oh, they're different. Um, okay. Jamaican has Jamaica has the beef patties. I think is what you're thinking of. Which these are similar, but um, we're gonna have shrimp on the Barbie. Uh corn dogs which in australia they're called like dagwood dogs or something like that um pikelets which are basically mini pancakes with like jam and whipped cream um and that's our theme food and then we're just gonna have like a couple other 
things that aren't on theme and we're gonna um tim and i are making an australia trivia which the two-year-old is not going to care about but it'll be fun for the adults so so this brings up a new request that i have for our listeners specifically in in the last episode we mentioned a handful of listeners most likely from brussels belgium Another country in which we have, and we're an international podcast here, so we do have listeners from all over, but I'm talking about where there's big numbers, which means that there are either multiple people listening, or there are people who have listened to all of the episodes, some of them more than once, which is why it leads me to believe that there are multiple listeners in those markets. Dublin, Ireland seems to be a hot spot. Um, we got a bunch scattered through Europe, Northern Africa. Um, but it looks like the big hot spots are, are Ireland, the UK, some spots in Italy that I don't know, maybe that was Erica's family spying on, on you. Um, is this Scotland perhaps Wales? Sorry. I don't know the geography that well. Looks like Wales. Um, would love to hear about if you've got um if you know what we as americans refer to things as and you've got different names for them especially if they're interesting or funny or otherwise i'd love to hear them talk about them on a future episode so shoot us an email or a dm on the social media um what is, what is some shit that you've got that we've got, but your names for it are cooler? Or at least we'd think that your names for it are cooler. Oh, um, I love that. Because that would be um, fun to discuss and share. And I mean, fuck. If you want to record and send us you talking about these things, I can say personally, I will vouch for myself. I'd love to play your cooler than our accent accents on on the podcast in the future or schedule time to have you on and actually interview you about shit that's named better than our stuff. Yeah. I love that. Do you guys have any like favorite words like that off the top of your head? Uh, I feel like I should, but I can't, I can't think of it. Anything off the top of my head. A lot of this, for, for those that are listening and regularly listening, please understand that we start these episodes with a couple of bullet points that we want to talk about in a rough structure, but we end up off the rails. So this is pretty damn organic. We get into these conversations without the, hey, make sure that we, we've been wanting to acknowledge our friends listening from Belgium and Ireland for probably six episodes and just now kind of slid it into a conversation. Oh, shout out to our friend in the lake. Yes, the lake that's in, uh, that we still don't know who you are. So we suspect that that you're using a VPN or something else. Who, who knows? Um, it's for you. They're all for you. Um, I like how, I think it's in the UK, they say Q instead of line. So like, they oh, say Q. I like I that. I actually use that word regularly. I love yeah, that. And, and it also used off- to be for Netflix, pissed- like your Netflix queue, but Americans were so fucking stupid. They couldn't figure it out. So they just made it your list. Oh, is that why they changed? Oh, I assume Lord. so. My ex-wife used to hate when I would use the word queue. How dumb was she? 
Just kidding. She wasn't. She was Your educated. Kids you know, she's a she's a teacher, and now she's doing an administrative job. She's got a master's degree. Like, so she not, knew what Q was. Like, it didn't sure. bother her. There was a which word just had some sort of her. problem with yeah, uh, with me using that word instead of saying line, but whatever. Uh, so it just like wasn't out of frustration of her not knowing. You know, it may she may have just not liked me. And <laughs> something unique that I was doing that I did that she was just like, fuck you, it's possible. Um, you know, yeah, they have definitely circling back. That to is this. very self-aware, and I'm I'm proud of you for that. What's that? And that's very self-aware, and I'm proud of you for that. What that she probably disliked me more than she yeah. disliked my use of the word Q. Yeah, that's and like an she had nothing against the word Q and she might use it today. Who knows? <laughs> Oh, so we've got a few questions from the jury, but before that, should we have a threesome? Well, I think you ladies should have a threesome. All right. So for the uninitiated, uh, quick rundown, um, two of us this week, it's Ariel and I are going to ask each other three trivia questions. So I have three for Ariel. Ariel is three for me. These we're trying to figure out how difficult they're supposed to be, whether they're supposed to be stumpers, like they're supposed to be difficult for Ariel. Okay, so apparently they are supposed to be stumpers, and I, mean, I mine, just like I missed the memo to, of this game. I want you to have fun with it. So uh, mine, I actually have four that I prepared. So I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you how hard you want them to be. Um, we'll start off with an easy one and go from there. Um, now with my questions, I've tried to kind of have a variety of topics, a variety of formats. Like I've done two that have had like time frames, or I think I might've done an East West or North South one. Yeah. That one was really yeah. interesting. I like the one that you did last time um, with the Julia Roberts movies and putting them in a chronolo- chronological order. I promise I can say that word like, cause they're not all just like, you know, it'd be fucking boring as shit. If it was just like true or false. It's, I don't do true or it gets false. colder at night. <laughs> Um, you know, <laughs> but you know, different topics, different, it's, it's so far that we've done this twice and we're now going into the third time. Everybody after today will have been involved in the threesome two times. Um, it's been a nice little mix so far. Ariel, do you want to go first? Yeah. Um, so I want to do a quick shout out to whoever's listening in Brussels. So the first question for Liz is what are the three official languages in Belgium? Ooh, topical. I like it a lot. Oh my God. I should know one, shouldn't I? I should know one. I don't know what they speak in Belgium. And there's Um, three. There's a default one. it's very popular throughout the world, especially to the ethnocentric people that live here, that it might be a good guess. I don't know that this is the answer, but it's- I don't. It, it's, is it English? Well, you is have three. Them, is one of them English? No. It's not. Ooh. But how, now we've just like that. Okay, so how many points is this worth? Well. <laughs> I'm probably getting zero points. So no, I think like go with some other European languages that are pretty. Is it, is it fair to say, hey, give give me two out of the three? I don't know. I'm just I'm sure. still here. I'm still okay. Give me two out of three. Okay. What are some other popular? So there's a couple 
Hmm? French? Yes. French is one? Okay. Spanish? Wrong continent. I'm just naming languages. Yeah, so how many guesses does she get, Joe? But what are the rules of this game? All right. Come up with... Try not to react, which is difficult because we're all on... Me? Zoom. Um, Talk it out, Liz. And then come up with, with two that you think are there and say... French and whatever final French, answer. We have French, so I know French is one. And I don't know. I don't know. this. The purpose of this segment is going to make me sound really stupid and uncultured, which is 100% true, because I don't know. It's not Spanish. It's humbling. It is it's it's humbling to acknowledge what little we fucking know about the rest of the world. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I knew I knew very little. Um, and it's not English. Because like, um, we end up talking about that other hot topic that's brewing. I have every fucking intention of staying in my goddamn lane and letting you two. I don't know what the next topic is, but I'm ready for it. Oh, it's it's not going to be a today topic. topic. It's it's the thing that's happening legally. Oh no! That's boiling over. Okay. Like I have no qualified opinions on that, or or none that I plan to stay anywhere but my lane and my lane only. Um. Okay. So. I need another language that is spoken in Brussels, which is in Belgium, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. They make chocolate. But yeah, they make chocolate. Where else makes chocolate? Oh, good beers too. Everyone makes chocolate. Um, where else makes chocolate? Hershey, Pennsylvania. Hershey, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um. Oh, oh, Italian. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, that was the end of her guesses, correct? That's that's <laughs> final answer, Liz. Okay, I just need, I I'm gonna tell you something. So, Spanish, I believe I could be wrong, but the only Spanish speaking country in Europe is Spain, the only Italian speaking country is Italy. That would make sense. So the ones that you're going to see crossover with are German. generally German. Oh, German. I should have said German. German and French. Pop German, up. French, and... and Dutch. I was going to say, is Dutch a language in and of itself? See, that's what I always thought. I always thought it was like Dutch were like the people, not the language. Like, I'm not good with like the difference between like the languages and what you call people when it comes to like Switzerland, places like that. Yeah. (laughs) So what is it? It's um, Dutch, German, and French. So to to our international friends, please, please educate us on anything that you feel that you want to educate us on. We need it. We we do. Dutch is also spoken in the Netherlands. Oh, no, there's six countries that speak Dutch. That's an official language. And they show a map, which is like not very helpful because it's all the countries are so small. There's one in South America. Okay, let's see. 
Suriname, is that how it's pronounced? I think that's the one in, sorry, I'm getting distracted. Well, Netherlands, Belgium, Aruba. Oh, okay. Ignore me. All right. So maybe I'm going to skip the real easy question I had for you. Well, I thought you were going to get the ones that weren't Dutch. Yeah, you, I, I'm flattered that you think I'm smarter than I am. I'm, I really don't know that much about the world. Um, I should. French and German are just a good guess, generally. German, I feel like every. A German would have been great. I panicked and said Italian. <laughs> so that, that was a poor choice. Well, um, I feel bad because now I have another question that's European related. But... All right. Well, then I'm asking you a hard question. I'm okay, going to. I won't get it. Do you want me to start off with? Do you want me to start off with an easy, the easier question that you might get, or you want to end on like a higher note? We'll end on a higher note. We'll end on a higher note. Okay. All right. How much do you know about uh, uh, pens and um, writing utensils? A little, not a much. Little. All right. Great. <laughs> You're in my world. Like now. I write with them. Welcome. And I have ones that I prefer, but I couldn't give you like a maker model. Oh, well, then you're not going to know this one. (laughs) What pen company recently released their mild liner highlighter in a neutral tone color pack? You can get a pack of five highlighters. They are these beautiful neutral tones. There's like a like a sage green and a rust colored and like a cream colored and a tan and like kind of a slate blue. They're great. It's new. It's been the stationary world has been a buzz because they've been hard to find. Who makes them? I'm trying to think for starters of what pen companies exist. Like aside from like Bic and Sharpie. Who makes highlighters? Like, what is the brand? I can't think of the brand that makes well, a lot of companies make highlighters. No, but I wasn't there like a very different looking pens here that are both manufactured by Pilot? These are not highlighters, but they exist. That's a so company. was there a company that was just like the highlighter company? Like, who made the original highlighters? That I uh, don't know. Dog. You died, Nathan. No, no, um, no. You highlighter, all one word. Not stupid. <laughs> um, I guess I'm just gonna like go with Sharpie because I have a million Sharpie highlighters. All right. No, it is actually Zebra. 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 They make these highlighters. I'm showing them to you. They're called mild liners. I have probably, I don't have the new color pack yet. I need it. I mean, I have certainly over probably two dozen sitting in front of me right now. So um, big fan. They have the neutral tone. They're beautiful. All the stationary groups have been a buzz. People have been pre-ordering them. They've been sold out. So while you're, you know, being educated and world. I didn't even know what Zebra was. Um, they make some pens. Um, I'm trying to think what else I have by them. Um, but this is like the big one. They also ha- come in brush. I love the brush mild liners. They don't have these in as many colors, but they have a nice little brush tip. See that? See how nice hmm. that is? Oh, they're wonderful. So, yeah. Um, 
big big suggest not sponsored but zebra if you want to sponsor us you know what we will put some packet of these pens as our item of the week which we haven't updated in a while so if you go to um amazon dot airquotelawpod.com by the time this episode airs um it will yeah. uh yeah throw up a pack of zebra mild liners um they're great i highly recommend they have just such a nice color um there i'll have you text me a link to exactly what because there's will. a bunch of them i'm looking at on here so There are double-ended ones, there are large packs, there are pastel ones. They're all double-ended. They're all double-ended. So the class- (laughs) Yeah, girl. They have a chisel tip and a bullet tip. And then you have the brush ones, which then have also the little bullet tip and they have the brush tip. Mm, mm, See, very nice. So, yeah. But I'm pretty excited about the neutral tones. I need to purchase some. Anyway, that was my my hard question. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. Um, I don't know. I guess I ha- I can have three more questions if you want. And two more questions. I, I don't know. Huh? Yeah. Two more. Two more. I'm two more. We're gonna good. do this every week. So yeah. if you've got good questions, just save them for another so, week. Um, we'll go with an easier one. What is the longest running medical drama on TV? Oh, uh, Grey's Anatomy. Absolutely. Woo! And they, they came, they're, they're back with new episodes, yes? Yeah, they, I mean, not super recently, but a couple of years ago, they exceeded ER. The I know they've been around a long time. I watched it at the very beginning i was still in high school so that's saying something about how long it's been on since 2005 but er had 15 seasons and was running concurrently with grays for a while oh what about wow. scrubs how many seasons Scrubs. i was gonna put it but i don't think scrubs like i had multiple scrubs wasn't very long yeah great show love it i want to say like maybe six seasons and like the last yeah. one doesn't really count Oh no, they had nine seasons. Yeah. But I was gonna say it's last, definitely longer than six. The last season or two were like new people and it wasn't really the same show. Yeah. But, yeah, Grayus doesn't have ER beat by that much. It's like 18 seasons versus 15 seasons. Grayus is a show that I feel like I would enjoy, but it's I'm too far out of the loop. I'm not gonna start it now. It's so bad. Don't even it's awful. It's my well, longest relationship. <laughs> awful in a way I would like it. <laughs> and it's abusive. All right, this question two. All right, or- question two. Um, okay. Um, what company has a new character called, and I think I'm going to try not to butcher this, but I don't, I've never heard it. I've only read it. Has a, What company has a new character called Adoro Zato Rumory? I can spell it for you if you like. No, I don't think I'm going to know that. What kind of company is this? It's like an American company. Like, what does this make? What general company decided to get a mascot that's unpronounceable? They they have a new character. That's the company. The company is. Most companies don't have characters. Like, yeah, Nike so doesn't have a character. It just has, like, a swish. What does? 
Nike. Okay, yeah, like a swish. Like most companies don't have characters. No, this com- that's what they do. They have characters. makes characters. Yeah, it's the company. Yeah, Disney. No. Oh, I wouldn't ask a Disney question. You know me better than that. I don't know really like what the what it means to have a character from a company. Um, okay. Like a mascot, like the paperclip, like Clippy <laughs> in Word. Like I don't even understand the question. <laughs> I don't know what a character is for a company. Like that's their product. They make characters. <laughs> Like Disney was a good guess. It's, I mean, I mean, but they don't make characters. They make movies and shows. They make content. Okay, so this company makes characters. They make stuff with characters. American. What's Girl the name doll? of this character again? Like, I the only American Girl doll makes characters, according a, to my brain. Adorosato Rumory, I believe. So I feel, is this like a doll, Barbie? The character has a slogan. You want to know the slogan? Sure. No two things are alike in this world. You should live the life you want to. It's the slogan. I can't speak for anybody else. Do you understand this question, Joe? But I didn't get any closer to an answer there. (laughs) Do you even understand the question? Like what a character is for a company if it's not like a mascot? Like what company just makes characters? I mean, from like the horseshoes or throwing a grenade at something close perspective, maybe I kind of understand the question. So my understanding of the question is like that it would have to be something like American Girl Doll, which makes characters and then sells things based on these characters, corresponding dolls, corresponding books. I can tell you what it looks like. I mean, I don't think this is going to help because I still don't understand this. They're a navy blue cat. Is this the Hello Kitty people? There you go. We got there. We got there. The Hello, is that a company? The Hello Kitty people? Is it just a Hello Kitty? No, it's Sanrio. Is this not common knowledge that that's who makes Hello Kitty? No. (laughs) Hello Kitty is just like a brand that well, that does make sense that if they came up with a character, yeah, yeah. See, like that's what they okay, do. They so have- they are like American Girl doll. They make a yeah, character and then sell the shit that goes with. It. Yeah, she is a kitty, um, and she <laughs> was but she's born in a lab. What kind of cat is born in a lab? I don't know. Oh, you know how many millions of cats are euthanized on the street every she's single hatched- day, and you build one in a lab? She's hatched from an egg. All right, next question. Joba is like watching my head explode. She's not, really, she's not really in America yet, but she is at a pop-up cafe in Japan. I'm sure they don't have an overpopulation of cats in Japan. So are we given given a point for that? Because she did get there. Yeah, I'll give you a point. All right. I, mean, I don't usually get points. We got what one more question each, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I guess. Um, I feel like I want to do one kind of like the language one. Like I was going to go with, can you name the top three most visited cities in Europe? But if you can guess maybe like three of the top five, would that right. be more reasonable? What's the question? Three of the top five, which cities? Most, most visited? visited European. Europe. Okay. 
I will guess three of the top five most visited cities. I think you can get them because there's only like okay, there's five in the top five. (laughs) No, I I think that that you can easily guess three of the top five. I would say I would prefer to go with what are the top three because I think that that's more of a kicker. But I think you'll probably. I'm gonna go with Paris. And do you not want to tell me until the end? I'm going to guess. Right. I'll tell you at the end. Yeah, lock into your three and then. All right. So let's see. I, Paris immediately came to mind. So I think I'm going to go with Paris. Um, let's see. Then we have um, I London would seem like another good choice. Um, and then we have, let's see. For some reason, I want to say Rome. Rome is a city, right? Um I feel like like that's what I thought. Well, I wasn't sure if it was like a city state or just like a city. Um, because the Vatican is not a Vatican city, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, I know that. Okay, Rome feels right. I'm gonna go with Paris, London, Rome. That's right, which means that I made this too easy for you because they are in the top five, but there's there's no way you would have gotten the other two in the top. Barcelona, no, no. Top ten though. Um, Berlin. No. Munich. No. Oh, um, um, Amsterdam. Amsterdam isn't there. Oh, that's a good. The one. fifth one is like. I would not think of it because I don't have a huge burning desire to go there. And I don't think most people do. But apparently, I mean, apparently I'm fucking wrong. What? Walmart. <laughs> that either. I would not be got dead in a Walmart. I'm just kidding. I went to one three years ago. Is that was it, enough for me. Is it the Vatican? No. I don't even know what the Vatican is considered because it's not really like part of. It's its own country, right? its own country i don't really get let's see erica would be able to explain this obviously um it's a city state it's independent from italy it's just like its own thing Uh, all right what is surrounded by italy um, the last place is Istanbul, Turkey. Oh, okay. People go there to get cheap uh, hair implants. <laughs> what? Do they? Apparently. That's what the 14.7 million annual visitors are doing? Might be. I don't know. So that's actually the third most popular. It comes before Rome and Amsterdam. Wild. So I wonder if there's like a religious aspect to this. All right, one last question to see if we can get ourselves after two rounds for everybody into first? a three-way time. Ariel went first? Yes. So I've answered three questions already? You have. Because I answered the Belgium one. The... Grey's Anatomy one. one. Oh, the Grey's... Oh, right, that was... Okay, yeah, Grey's Anatomy went quick. Okay. Um, okay, here's an easy one. Um, easier. Um what franchise has a movie coming out in 2023 starring Margot Robbie? I know her. 
Um, I'll, I'll give you an. You want to? I'll, I'll make it easier. What a uh, toy franchise. Barbie. Yeah. That's so sad. She looks like a Barbie. Yeah, it's coming out. It's directed by Greta Gerwig. Ryan Gosling stars as Ken. That's um, hysterical. I'm pretty excited for it. Um, I know somebody who works at Barbie, like high up in, I guess, marketing. Ooh. I should probably just look up their title before I like. I will be seeing this movie when it comes out. So that well, was. Well, after. Let's see. Digital marketing. Two for me. I guess two for Ariel if we're giving her Hello Kitty people after many hints. Yeah, it's two, two, two. We're all tied up after three rounds. So uh, do we have any questions from the jury? Oh, yeah, we do. All right. We got three questions. Um, So one. um, Okay. The first one is this may be, I don't know that this person actually listens to our podcast because of the nature of the question. Next. Um, Go ahead. But I'm going to ask it. Um, Should I, or if I should not, why opt out of arbitration clauses? And I can tell you my thoughts. I mean, you can't usually opt in or out of arbitration clauses. Well, if, usually if, like, you, if you want them not in a contract that you're about to sign that forces arbitration. But the things that force arbitration most frequently are like when you buy a ticket on Ticketmaster with your cell phone company, contracts that you don't get to have a say in the negotiations for. Yeah. But I guess in things that you, arbitration, um, And I mean, my thought is most most of the time, the arbitration clauses, it's, yeah, it's you don't get the thing. You don't get to choose. So if you're just trying to be someone who's like, oh, I'm going to like opt out of this because I I don't know. Right. If you've got the choice, what you don't want is to lock yourself into it. Because the one thing when you go into like a mediation type of situation is that the, the threat of moving forward with litigation and having a jury or a judge determine everybody's fate is always a leverage point for one of the parties. And depending on the strength of the cases, it could be a leverage point for both. So a situation where you are locking yourself in and actually putting a case in front of, like, like Ariel mentioned, a lot of times if it's a ticket or you're going on a cruise or whatever, there, there are things within that contract that say that you can't have a jury trial. You have to go to arbitration limiting yourself in in the way to to get a result is is never a good thing it it can be a useful tool in resolving a situation but if you're locking out that threads yeah i'm i have mixed feelings on arbitration because it's like in some ways it's very similar to just going to court but i I actually have a much stronger preference for like mediation over arbitration because like most things can get solved at mediation. It costs a lot less. Like some attorneys and rightfully so treat 
arbitration the same as they would litigation. Like you have to prepare the documents. You're still doing like, I don't want to say discovery because it's not really discovery, but like you're getting all the exhibits ready. You're still writing the motions. Like arbitration is, I'm not. Arbitration. Yeah. I don't, I feel neutral on arbitration, but I feel like I wouldn't go into an arbitration clause if you didn't have to. I would say that if you're that mediation clauses are good because mediation is not like mediation isn't binding either. Yeah, mediation is not you binding. can have arbs that are not binding. I but... wouldn't bother because you're spending so much money yeah. to like so, so yeah, I would say no, no to arbitration, yes to mediation, because most of the time it will save you so much money. Most of the time it will be resolved. And in mediation, there's always like a chance that it's kind of like a test to see whose argument is kind of stronger. Like sometimes you'll have a mediator who will pull a party aside and be like, what are you doing? Like, you don't have a strong case. This is really where you should like end things. And then if they still disagree, then you can waste judicial resources. And I'm not like, I don't think any of us are choosing not to do things or enter into contracts like with Ticketmaster or something like that because of an arbitration clause. If it's easy enough and you can opt out by checking a box, yeah, check the box. Because like Jobeth said, then you have all of those other you things. You can't. In. I don't know. I don't really know if you can opt out of most of them. Yeah. So okay. there's things that people like think that if you write... So if you were like theoretically signing a contract in person with Verizon, I don't know who would do that in this day and age, but if you were just like, I don't agree with the arbitration clause and then you cross it out. Yeah. Save it um, for next time. Okay. I'll ask the second one then. Anyway. If you cross out a clause and just be like, no, I don't agree to that one. If it's a standard contract that's like written and mass produced, like it doesn't matter if you've crossed it out. You're legally bound to this once you sign it. You can't just be like crossing out the provisions I don't agree with. Does that make sense? Yeah, because otherwise you can't just sign it. Like both parties have to agree to it. So they extended and you're either agreeing to it or you're not. Yeah. And you You can't just like make your own terms on it. So yeah, no one here is not signing into routine contracts like exactly with your phone company or whatever because of arbitration clauses. But- if for some reason it comes up, don't agree to it, but don't avoid doing things because of that, because it's, it's in everything and you just want to yeah. live your Arbitration's life. Arbitration is also like not that bad. It's expensive though. I'll give you that. Was that a helpful answer? I don't know. Did we cover it? If you we'll can opt out, opt out. Ha. What? So we'll see if the person even listens when this episode yeah. drops. Make sure you tag them. Yeah, I will. Um, okay. There was another question that Jobeth wanted us to save. Um, why are we saving that one? We're saving it's, it because uh, it's it's complicated, and I'm going to get okay. real hot about it. So, um, so we'll. Wait, ask, but there was a, there was two parts there, of that question. Yeah, there's question. Um, which the one that they thought I, I wouldn't like. Know, t- tell me that one that they thought you wouldn't like was the one that we're saving um oh. teaser but this one comes from friend of the pod emily 
um, who wants, she said, uh, tell me about the best cheese you've ever had. Hmm. And we had someone else. Try oh, to get shit. That fucking honey cheese at Fogo de Chao. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. That is a good cheese. I mean, my favorite everyday cheese is probably just good old deli Munster cheese, but that fucking Fogo de Chao, oh, that that honey cheese. I want to go back there. We actually uh, went and had a meeting uh, Sunday for lunch at a Brazilian steakhouse in Las Vegas. They did not have the honey cheese. The one near my house does not have the honey cheese. I am probably going to a fogo this weekend now that we've mentioned this so thank you emily for bringing that up and having me go to fogo this weekend most likely all right ariel do you have a best cheese i have some favorite cheeses my favorite cheese is pecorino um i'm not like super picky about where although like I'm not going to lie. I bring it home from like a grocery store in Italy, like not even a fancy pecorino. Um, yeah. From the grocery store in Italy, I bring home like a three pound hunk of cheese every time I come back. Um, but I'm also really like into burrata because a nice burrata is just like, you just open it and it's full of like more cheese. It's a cheese ball full of like cheese i don't know that i ever had one i would like to oh my god it's so good um these gonna be better than the honey cheese probably i mean but i also like a like a warm brie with like a i had like a warm brie with like a berry compote on it once Hey, if we had an editor, this would be the part where I'm asking him or her to put a a, a little trigger warning at the beginning of this segment for vegans, but um, because I could, ah, cheese. Mm. Yeah, I'm trying to think about the best cheese I've ever had because I will tell you the time. She's actually talking about cheese, right? This isn't a euphemism for bedroom talk. No, no, it's really talking about cheese. Yeah. Um, because I, I really like just in general when like you get up in the middle of the night and like make a cheese plate, like just, is that just me? No, it's definitely not just I mean, you. I just eat a lot. I, I don't do that, but, but my wife does. I've definitely done that. So I like the experience of just, you know, you can't sleep. You get up in the middle of the night, you make yourself a cheese plate. Um, so that's very good. As far as, as far as the best cheese I've ever had, I'm trying to think of a cheese that has like stood out to me. And I, one that's been just the best. Hmm. That's a really good question. Um, I will say as far as kinds of cheese go, I like a really good Gouda. Um, for sure. That's probably my favorite. I know, um, I feel like when I was a kid, I grew up because my, at my grandparents' house, I feel like there were always many fancy cheeses around. Um, my family's from Germany. But no hot dogs, right? No, I don't, I don't get it. 
It's your story. I'm making fun of your fa- your mom. My my mom. You're saying that you guys aren't a hot dog family? Oh, right, right. Yeah, no. This is the other side of the family. Yeah, no. No hot dogs were around. My mom did my mom raised me better than that. Um <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I, no one does. It's okay. No one knows what it means. So, yeah, I should have offered us more lead time so we could think of this. But where would where would the fun be in that? Exactly. Um, yeah. Listen, if we're doing a longer than average episode, which we are, because of cheese, I'm okay with it. Yeah. Yeah, that's just my cheese. I have so much cheese in the house too. I really could. But as long as my converting software doesn't have a problem with the length, which we'll find out. So, with that note, let's uh, email us more about your favorite cheeses or other interesting questions from the jury. We'd love to hear them. Does anyone ever get back to us? Some do, some don't. Okay. We read them. I mean, have we ever gotten feedback on like any? Like, what do we get feedback on? Do we not specific calls to action? So, can our our any of our international listeners tell us about cool things or culture us in any way? We will do an entire lesson, an entire episode, (laughs) learning about the culture of your lands. You can be a guest. You can just give us bullet points to talk about whatever you want. We're we're all about it. Um, if you want yeah. to be a guest on the podcast, we would se- certainly do that, especially if you have a cool accent, not a prerequisite, just a bonus. Uh, shoot us an email, airquotelawpod at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. We'll send you stickers because we keep making new stickers um, and stuff like that. We're going to update those fun um, zebra highlighters as the amazon.airquotelawpod.com item of the week and uh tell a friend about us anything else guys i think that's it all right guys we are adjourned this is probably episode 30 unless the hot topic bubbles its way up until next time we're adjourned welcome to ringside with ray and prince my name is ray leonard jr my name is Prince Daniels Jr. Daniels again with a big home. On this show, we come to humanize athletes, entertainers, business executives. We're going to see what makes them hit. Tuesdays, 10 a.m. Pacific time on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcast. We'll see you there. Peace and power. Electric acid. Have you ever wondered what actually happens in Congress every day? Stay informed on Capitol Hill's daily happenings with a concise, factual summary of the Senate and House of Representatives activities from the previous session, free from bias, on the Congressional Record Daily Digest podcast. Subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and discover the process from the heart of U.S. politics. The Congressional Record Daily Digest, an Electricast production. Electricast. Electric acid.